Maintenant dans la surface de réparation, Ravien Pastore il va frapper Hello, I'm Jim, and this is On the Left Side, the alternative football show, your weekly guide to the football stories they wouldn't touch with a 10-foot Andy Carroll on Match of the Day. This week, we learned that England would struggle to beat Poundland, let alone Iceland. And, oh yeah, if you're not ready to have a chuckle about the misfortunes of the England football team just yet, you'll probably want to turn off now. Ready? Good. This week, we take our extinguishers to the fire surrounding Will Grigg, celebrate our European brothers and sisters and bow out of international football. Because apparently, it's pretty fashionable to do that now. But first, something that Roy Hodgson did get spot on. Who said that leaving Europe would result in less jobs, eh? Moments after England were sent spinning out of Euro 2016, the job of a brand new manager appeared on the market. Nice! So, England did what they've been doing all tournament and failed to even look slightly convincing against lesser opposition. And the three Lions came home at the hands of a team managed by a part-time dentist. Last year, it was Cecil the Lion, and now this. What do dentists have against Lions? What I found most shocking about the whole thing was that Roy Hodgson resigned within minutes of the final whistle and had a pre-prepared statement ready and waiting to go. That means he must have prepared and written that statement during the game. I imagine that must have been an incredibly inspiring half-time team talk. Listen, listen, Harry Kane, Wayne Rooney, Chris Smalling, listen boys, listen. I have a very, very important question. Now I know we're 2-1 down, but I have to ask, does anyone know if notice period is spelt with one or two eyes. To be fair to Roy, he did come back the next day with a second press conference to face some questions from the press. Yeah, I don't really know what I'm doing here. I thought my statement last night would, was sufficient, but I was told that it was important for everybody that I appear, and I, um, I'm still a little bit unsure what I'm doing here. And again, to be fair, he almost got that statement spot on. Almost. What he should have said was... Um, I'm still a little bit unsure what I'm doing. I don't really know what I'm doing here. Neither do we, Roy. Neither do we. Obviously, England's fans took the whole news with the usual kind of grace and good nature that you'd expect. I have watched absolute all f***ing season being a Charlton fan. My f***ing season has been horrible. I came here to f***ing cheer myself up. And then these c***s f***ing with their f***ing 50 grand a f***ing week f***ing prostitute cocaine f***ing limousine. Absolute c***s. This season's been s***. And then this summer's what a bunch of cuttlefish fudge and their fudging pay packets and overpriced country singing lifestyles. If they're country singing being Iceland, then they may as well fudging duck off. I mean, it's not that England are bad losers, but inspired by that post-Brexit petition to get the vote recounted after the result was displeasing to some voters, some England fans started a similar petition to get the game replayed because they didn't accept that result. I mean, it's not really the same, is it? If the Icelandic team had promised that they contribute all of their wages in that game to the NHS and then revealed that they were just having a laugh to try and get some extra goals, then maybe it might be a bit similar. But still, 
The bad news for England is that under the new immigration rules, they might not be allowed back in the UK. They wouldn't get a visa because they're clearly an unskilled workforce. <laughs> I don't know who's going to save England from the mass panic and complete mess that they now appear to be in. Redknapp? Klinsman? Beckham? Maybe even Glenn Hoddle would fancy another go. Although, from what I remember, he's not that big on second chances. Okay, so we might not be able to watch England play in the Euros anymore, but we can still have a good laugh at those funny, funny foreigners, eh? It's a quirk of language that on occasion stuff that might sound perfectly reasonable in your mother tongue in another culture doesn't quite fit in the same way. Mario Gotez has already brushed off criticism of his form this tournament by using the phrase Sometimes you are the dog and sometimes you are the tree. Which is a great phrase that we should have on these shores. Although, if he was trying to describe England's showing at the Euros, he'd have to add And sometimes you are the steaming deposit out of the back of the dog. So yes, we can learn from our European cousins. Although I'm not sure if the phrases in the next clip should be credited to Italy and new Chelsea boss Antonio Conte or to his translator, who's just making stuff up. What do I need to say about Spain? We're coming up against one of the best sides in the world. End of. Unless I'm not some sort of visionary and I come down from uh, the moon. Maybe all the translators are having bets to see who can get their manager to say the most ridiculous thing. Hey, go on, Gary. See if you can slip in that Conte says he's from the moon or something. That'll be good crack. Although even with that difficulty, they're making more sense than former England midfielder Chris Waddle who seemed to be having some kind of mental breakdown when England got knocked out of the Euros by Iceland. We haven't got leaders. They're all pampered. They're all just headphones. That's why we're no good. They're all just headphones. What does that even mean? Here, you bloody headphones, you. No idea. Maybe he was just doing that thing where you can't think of the right words, so you just say the first thing that's in front of you. They're all just uh, seats. They're all just uh, cups of tea doesn't really work like that Chris but beautiful in any language is the punditry from the Icelandic team with every game and every goal the belief of their team has grown along with the chances of a potential coronary from their version of John Motson or should that be John Motsunson this time we've translated the commentary from Iceland's win over England and somehow it's even better when you know the words that go with the excitable screaming and they miss it's over it's over it's over we're going to Paris we're never going home just look at this such things have never been seen Never wake me up from this insane dream. Iceland is going to stab the France. At least that's what we think he's saying. Some of it was so high-pitched, it could only be heard by dogs. It's pretty obvious that like the Vuvuzela before it, the sound of this championships will no doubt be the Will Griggs song. (laughs) 
been everywhere. In crowds, on buses, on the streets and sung by every single nation in France. Sometimes replacing Will Grigg with one of their own players, Grisman on Fire works particularly well, and sometimes just going with the original version without any idea or care who Will Grigg is. And it was looking like a sad end for the Northern Ireland striker, who didn't even get a second of game time in Euro 2016, but I'm sure that turned to a distant memory when he heard the welcome home he got from Belfast when they came back from France. This next person's going to be very popular. There's a song about him, I think. Can you please welcome Will Gregg? Remember, Northern Ireland went out of the Euros at the same stage as England and Will Grigg never kicked a ball. Can you imagine England players getting that kind of welcome if they did the same thing? That said, Ross Barkley might get a welcome home like that, but that's because he never kicked a ball. And it gets crazier. Grigg could be heading back to Europe with a top European club. Fans of Bundesliga side Hamburg SV are calling for the board to pull out their checkbooks and get the Wigan Ford to Germany just because they want the song to lift the atmosphere in the stadium. Uh, Guys, you know you can sing the song without signing the player, right? And it gets crazier still. And this will take some topping. The chant has reached such a status that even the king is into it. And not the king of some European country. This is the true king, King Cantona, who gave arguably the greatest performance of the song yet, courtesy of MUTV. We're grieves on fire. Your defense is terrified. We're grieves on fire. La 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 So Will Grigg has not been extinguished. But for now, he's definitely out. Can we just check that there's a few international footballers still playing? Because everyone seems to be retiring at the moment. Ibrahimovic, Ika Cassius, even Austria defender Christian Fuchs now doesn't give a damn about the national team. Most surprising of all was Lionel Messi. Arguably the world's greatest player has decided he can no longer pull on the white and blue stripes of Argentina at the sprightly age of 29. I'm going to call Messi's retirement Mexit. After missing a penalty and subsequently losing to Chile in the Copper America, Messi decided to call it a day saying, For me, the national team is over. I've done all I can. It hurts not to be a champion. Oh, didums. Does it hurt not to be a champion? Imagine how England felt for the last 50 bloody years. You don't see them moan it. Oh, hang on. Yeah, you do. Well, if you think it hurts not to be a champion, imagine how much it hurts to be on fire for four weeks without anyone helping or even calling the emergency services. Anyway, winning the international retirement game is Spanish keeper Ica Casillas, who bowed out of the game after losing his place to Manchester United's David De Gea. He said goodbye in a tweet to the fans which read, Proud to feel the affection of the people. Gracias, Casillas. Today and forever. Along with a clip of this scene from Rambo. I want what they want. And every other guy 
who came over here once for our country to love us as much as we love it. Classy. I think other players should take note and plan their retirement message to feature a different film clip. With his tendency to go down, Ashley Young could have a clip from Titanic. Ryan Giggs, Indecent Proposal. Wayne Rooney, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. And Will Grigg, well, it would have to be Backdraft. Right, that's your lot for another week of On The Left Side Football Goodness. We are out, just like England. You know what? I think that's enough of the England gags for now, innit? Anyway, don't forget, if you want your dose of football funny every week for free, then just hit subscribe in iTunes and give our Twitter account a cheeky follow at On The Left Side for loads of funny stuff you can see as well as hear. Thank you very much for listening. I'm off to smother Will Grigg in a non-flammable blanket because that's full time. Bye! I listen to this to fucking cheer myself up and then these c**ts fucking Ant McGinley fucking Jim Salverson fucking writing fucking producing cocaine fucking limousine voicing my week's been shit and I'm a fucking podcast shit fucking iTunes can't